Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! Like we said, do it now. Click subscribe. Watch our, watch our show. We're here with Rasta, the bounty hunter, Presley. How you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. How y'all doing? Dude, we're doing, we're doing good, man. Uh, we finally got you on. We had a little bit of technical problems when we first started, uh, but we're, we're going now. We can hear you. Uh, you're a little bit jaggedy right now, but I'm sure you'll, you'll drop in as soon as we get going pretty good. Or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, snap. God damn it. So uh, we had Ross on already. He's probably jumped right back in or as soon as the internet uh, cleans up a little bit. Uh, can you hear us now? Oh, man. <laughs> he looks funny. <laughs> Online's the best. The internet, baby. It's the internet. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, we got uh, Rasa fixing up his internet connection here. We can uh, talk about, like, oh, there he is. Oh, man. Outside, inside. Here you go. Better? Can you hear us? Oh, man, now I can't hear him. <laughs> All right, while we're working through the technical difficulties, uh, he was just telling us uh, some of the stuff they had going on there in Washington. So, um in Washington, he was about ready to walk out for a fight, and he had uh, he was suspended by a doctor, and it was a uh, unsanctioned fight. So he wanted them to sign something for him uh, that he was uh, competing or able to compete or something. And I, we didn't get the whole story because we're waiting for him to tell us, and hopefully we'll get the story out. Anyways, he was supposed to. Um, go out and get this thing signed. They wouldn't sign it, and his opponent walked out, and then he was supposed to walk out, and he didn't come out. So uh, in Washington, they kind of like blackballed him, and he hasn't been able to fight. So uh, he turned pro, and now he hooked up with Keith, and he is ready to fight for us for K4. So uh, we're really looking forward to this fight. He will be taking on Anthony Bubba Norton. And um, hopefully we get Rasta back on pretty soon. If you would like to support him when you buy your tickets, uh, the, we'll put the scroll by right now. You can go to this website. And when you go to that website, all you need to do is jump on there and uh, put in his last name, Presley, for the promo ticket. And you will be able to give him credit for the ticket that he's sold. Are you back, sir? Curious? Oh, man. Ready to go stream him some. Go give him some of your internet that you're stealing from your neighbors. <laughs> Sorry, Ray's neighbors. Ray's stealing your internet. Yep. It's just like he steals the UFCs. Hey, is a fight going on right now? Uh, not sure. There's fights in uh, uh, England today, I think. What's going on right now? Kira, sir? Oh, snap. She might have texted me. I hear a doggy. Can you hear me now? 
I bet this dog is pretty sweet. I think that's my dog. Oh, I bet your let dog. Me, let me let me tell him. Let me tell my dog to shut the hell up real quick. All right. I'll carry the show while you're gone. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we don't have Ray. We don't have Rasta. Uh, later on at 7:30, we should have Sean Doyle and Oliver Gino, which is going to be a great show, I think. Ah, uh, we got Rasta back. How's it going, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear you. I still can't hear you. Man, sorry everyone that's watching. I had to tell my dog to shut the hell up. <laughs> he listens Ray to take care of it like Mick. So I got this guy Mick at my gym and he takes care of all our bodies. So I have to hook you up with Mick. And then uh, between the two of you guys, I think we can really do a good job taking care of these bodies. All right. Well, while we're waiting for Rasta, I was just uh, I just gave the description of our later show that we're going to have um, Sean Doyle on, and we're going to also have on uh, the one and only Oliver Gino, and that should be an amazing fight too. I, oh, that's yeah, my pick for fight in the night. Um, I think those are the two best fighters on the card, the two most technical guys. It's going to be technique, caveman. The best high yeah. boxing technique you're going to see in the in the card. I can't promise it's going to be the best fight tonight, but I can promise it's the, the best most technical fight, fight though, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the the best two of the night. In and out, in and out. Here we go. You got to steal this guy. Uh, so a hot spot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the first time I had this problem. Yeah. Looks like K four needs to uh, up their up their pay a little bit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure Keith takes care of these guys pretty good. Um, Bubba was talking about how much you made. So like, if that's true, that's a lot of money. Uh, how do you see this fight playing out? Rasa versus Bubba. Uh. <clears throat> oh, we got him. Let's see. I wonder if he's on his way to uh, Wegmans to. Uh... Oh no, he's in Seattle. Maybe, maybe Bubba's messing with the internet service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking with his internet for sure. So, <laughs> how do you see this fight playing out? He's Rasa versus Bubba. Bubba, leave his internet alone, Bubba. I know, man. He's ruining our show. Bubba won't come on here because he's uh, he's scared to get kicked out of K four or something. So uh, we tried to get Bubba Norton on, and uh, he has no interest in coming on our show, so uh, we're not going to be able to get him. How do you see this fight between uh, Presley and Norton playing out? Um, I don't know nothing about Rasta, so I was hoping to find get some information about him and uh, yeah, uh, like what kind of fighting style he has, and um, and uh, but I see it being a tough fight. I see Bubba keep coming in. Um. I don't, I don't know nothing about Rasta, so Rasta actually I actually cornered against Rasta. He uh he fought David Perkins. So uh, David Perkins was at Western New York MMA. And uh that's the, the fight where Perkins got poked in the eye. <clears throat> and uh Rasta beat Perkins. So I have a, a pretty decent he was really he was putting on uh uh Dave a little bit. Um I'm not sure how <clears throat> how it's gonna play out against Bubba because 
Dave was backing up a lot, and uh, Bubba don't really back up much at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we can hear you a little bit. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let me turn it up. He's back. He's back. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, fellas? Not much. Uh, you're a little bit quiet, so if you talk as loud as you can, that'd be awesome. Uh, we were just asking, how do you think this fight between you and Bubba is going to play out? Honestly, I, I, I predict that it's going to probably start off with me downloading him a little bit. Moving around, seeing what he could do, but I see how he fights. He's a pretty sloppy fighter when it comes to his combinations and how he sets up. So I feel like he's going to rush into something stupid, and I'm really reactive as far as my reaction time. So I feel like he's going to set himself up for failure if he does try to rush in. But if he doesn't, then it's just going to be at my pace, and I'm just going to chop him down, break him down. I'm a military guy, so when I got out the military, I figured anytime I come into the contact sport, I'm going to make my opponent understand that they're in there for, you know, their dear life. They're in there sacrificing just as much as I'm sacrificing. So I'm going to break them down so they just can't take no more. And if they don't, you know, break down, then they just have to get knocked out. Um, I don't really go for the knockout, but I know I'm heavy handed. Being in an injury that has set me back a little bit, it had made me compromise a lot of my fighting style. And I felt like I was more of a grappler. But I also had the hands for boxing. But um, now with having Muay Thai striking background added in since the whole injury and that recovery process has helped me compensate. It's helped me become more developed in that stand-up game. And Buddy can't hit what he can't see. And I'm telling you, I'm too fast. I'm going to be in there like the Flash. He's going to think you're surrounded. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, think, I think Bubba style is more like, all right, you can hit me 100 times as long as I can hit you twice. Um, and that's kind of like the way he fights. And even though those two are a little bit baps, um, I think he just hopes that everyone breaks their hands and feet on him the way he's been fighting lately. Like He's kind of like a, a human sponge. Are you prepared to uh, take that kind of damage to your fists and shins? Honestly, I have not. Been in any fights, amateur, now pro, sparring, where guys will just sit there and take that kind of abuse from me. I'm a different type of fighter. I'm telling you, like, fortunately, I don't came out here on the West Coast. But if I was out on the East Coast, I'd be a lot more active out there on that coast. But fortunately, also, I've been in a situation where I needed to um, sit back, observe how the business works, train hone into my craft really well and that injury help time had helped me with that and i'm real tapped in i'm real methodical and real calculated with everything that i do so it's not just bubba but anybody else on the radar um i'm coming to k4 to clean out the whole 170 division um this one fight here you know i had took this one at 175 just because i was in the middle of a a, a beast season but um I got a couple other events coming up, but K4, K, uh, Keith hit me up. He was like, yo, we need you on the fight card. You know what I'm saying? Is you willing to come out here on the card? Hell yeah. Me. Sorry, my language guy. Sorry. It's the military in me. You can swear all you want, man. We're uh, we're pretty, uh, we let anything go here. We're all good. 
right, but yeah, so, and I'm not turning down no fights, you know, so anything that I can get that's that's got some sauce to it, dude got a little juice to it, got some titles in the Emmys, whatever it is, it don't matter. I, I'm taking it all platforms, from grappling to Muay Thai, really don't care for kickboxing because I like to throw the elbows and the knees, um, and MMA. I might even get a pro fight this year. We'll see in boxing. So it's 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 free nice. smoke for anybody. Yeah. Uh so before you guys signed a fight, Bubba made this whole online post, uh, and I was kinda of following, I was pretty interested in it. Uh he's like, Meet me at seventy, I didn't cut all this weight for nobody. And uh he said he wasn't gonna take the fight unless it was seventy, and then you guys agreed to seventy five. So uh I was like interested to see like if there's any uh any heat on your end from that or if it just like you just agreed to it eventually. I didn't even know that he had an issue with taking it at, you know, 75. Um, I was willing to do it at 70, but I just didn't want to stay at 170 uh, for that week. And then I had two weeks later another show out here for grappling sub only. So I definitely didn't want to put myself through that, you know, that different type of body uh, atrophy at the time. It's fine. I know he's going to come in overweight anyways. It's not like he was going to come in at 170. He fought at 185 the last fight. Yeah, he looked a little sloppy. sloppy. Listen, listen. Caveman, Ray, listen. The man was in there looking like a punching bag. By that guy that he had fought. So imagine what I'm going to do to that guy in the first round. If he makes it out of the first round, it's probably because, you know, he – I really was trying to give him a little bit more respect, you know, get a little bit of his home crowd involved, you know, and get him, him a little bit of cheers and everything. And then after that, off with his head! Off with his head! I bet you won't take his head off. I've never seen anyone lose their head yet. Man, I'm telling you, with these thunder thighs I got over here, man, I've been working, man. I've been working. Let's just put it that way. Let's put it that way. And I'm ready to show, you know, my talent back there in the hometown area. Um, it's a lot of respect, a lot of pride, a lot of fight culture out of that whole New York State area, from the amateurs to the pros. Um, everybody over there in that area I know is working hard. And I'm telling you, I'm proud to be from out of that area to be fighting. And uh, to come back home in my first pro fight, it's going to be amazing. So I'm expecting nothing but fireworks, a big supporting crowd for me. Um, I'm sure I'm going to win over the crowd eventually. And uh, they're going to be definitely in for a good sight. A good sight. Get the popcorn ready. Oh, man. The fans are waiting to see this one. Bubba always brings excitement because he gets hit a lot. And uh, <laughs> sometimes he's able to uh, overcome it and, and sometimes he's not, you know. So, um, yeah, Bubba. Uh, Bubba reminds me of uh, Rocky, kind of. Rocky, yeah, Rocky was punching back. Rocky was punching back. <laughs> not when he was in the, not in the first one. In the first one, he got beat up pretty good before he fought the champ. Like in the very opening scene when he fights Spider Rico, and Spider Rico's beating him up and then headbutts him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not compare Bubba to Rocky, please. <laughs> this is, that's that's an insult to Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. But hey um, guys, I'm telling you, man, I'm ready for I'm ready for August 5th. I'm glad to have this opportunity. 
I'm, I'm thankful for this, uh, what this platform brings that y'all have put together, as well as what uh, Keith is doing over there with that team at K4, um, bringing out talent that's local, that's getting exposure, and y'all doing it at the right pace, and y'all also got, you, you're getting people acclimated, even if in the amateurs. The amateurs are yeah. doing good over there for y'all. Y'all doing y'all thing over here on this podcast. And they doing their thing over there with all the promotions, you know. Uh, so hey, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to being out there a little bit more. I'm looking forward to being on here, getting to know y'all a little bit better, and uh, talking about some of these highlights I'm about to stream together. Yeah, we have a great synergy with uh, K4, and hopefully that uh, now that you're on, you get some highlights, and we can really, really make you a guest full time and have a great conversations with you and watch you beat everybody up. That's uh, hopefully the goal. Like we want everyone to do well, you know. And to be fair. No one that's come on this podcast has lost yet. Yep, so that's like true. When we have both guys on, someone's always won, and the person when one person comes on, the other person hasn't. The person that's come on has always won. And Bubba's not coming on, so that's a good sign for you, sir. Hopefully you can keep up the uh, keep this up. Yeah. Let's keep the ball, let's keep it rolling I got two questions for you. Uh one, you fought David Perkins, uh, Bubba's teammate. Do you think that he's gonna get any insight into the way you fight from that fight? He's going to probably talk to Perkins a little bit, but uh, Perkins really wasn't even trying to engage in that fight. Um, I know that there were some things that he was talking to me about, you know, after the fight that uh, have played a role in his, you know, performance. But, you know, I could just tell that Buddy really wasn't there and all there mentally. So I really didn't see, feel like we got a good feel or he got a good feel of my movement. And even then, that was the Annie's. This is, this is, I'm, I'm way more further along than I was when I had my first fight. And it amateurs on full contact, man. Listen, I was, I was, I watched that film all the time. Keith had a guy, I had fought a guy in Emmys, my first fight. I had no background experience. Thought I was beating everybody ass in the hood and everything like that. And thinking that it was okay or whatever. You know what I'm saying? As far as like whatever drama I had, I had took it on in those moments, whatever confrontation. But then it seemed like when I got into a real MMA situation, I thought I knew some shit, but you don't know no shit until you really get into that situation, right? Yeah. <laughs> I left there, I had thought about it with a big-ass knot on my forehead on the way back on the flight back to Seattle, that long-ass eight-and-a-half-hour flight. And uh, I really thought about it. You know, like, yo, I got to get in here and I got to hone in my craft. You can't get out here and turn them lights, these people, and act like you know what you're doing. All the pretenders are going to get exposed, and I had to make sure I had to separate myself from the imposters. So. I love that, man. That's that's great to hear you. It's great to have you, uh, not really in the studio, but it's great to have you on the show. It's great to watch you come back and uh, your old stomping grounds. I know you're from Rochester originally. Uh, for any fans that are watching, when you order your tickets through K4, they do a great promotion. Um, if you put in the fighter's last name, they get a percentage of the, the ticket sales. So make sure if you uh, you want to watch this fight, you put Presley in for the promo code P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. And then uh, Rasa will get credit for your ticket purchase. So make sure that you do that so he can make a couple extra bucks. I mean, he's flying in from Washington. I know he's getting paid because he's a pro, but make sure that you uh, – you help out the fighters and buy a ticket, at least put someone's name in. If you watch our show, you know that you should at least uh, um, give 
you know, one of these fighters that we have on the show some credit. If they don't come on our show, don't come on. Give it to hey, one of the guys hey, to come on our hey, show. Hey, caveman, uh, yes, did sir. you find out any information if they'd be able to stream the event? I did not because I'm not the best. I've been, like, pretty busy lately. Okay. But uh, I'll get on that this week. I'll talk to Keith. I'm supposed to meet Keith. Uh, talk to Keith soon. So uh, I'll, I'll take care of that. I should know Tuesday. I was actually supposed to already call Keith, and I didn't do it. So I got I to gotta get on top of it. It was my fault. It's not Keith's fault. Shame on you, Kate, man. Yeah, yeah, shame on me. I got another question. So you don't really have a lot of fights compared to Bubba, and Bubba's been uh, in the game for a very long time. How do you think you match up with him? I know you're young and you're strong, but he's got a lot of experience. He's pretty good at getting hit in the head by now. <laughs> um, I believe that my, my athleticism has really helped me through a lot of last few years. I mean, I've never stopped with physical activity. I've stayed af uh, active. I've always played sports. I've always stayed engaged. Always did the high-speed shit in the military. Did combat, combat arms jobs in the military. I wasn't ever sitting on the couch. Um, there was really no layoff until I had my injury. And even in that time, I was working on cardio and my cardio was back to where I had it when I was in the military. So, I don't see anything that he has in, you know, the number of fights that has given him more experience than I have. Um, that experience and time that he had, you know, of just having those fights, it really didn't do him any um, justice as far as my skill set. Um, he's never fought a fighter like me from all the fighters I've seen. And I just feel like I'm the most complete fighter at this point in my life. And uh, this late in the game because of my age and how late I started, but at the same time, I'm very advanced when it comes to how to fight strategically and how to win. And um, of course, I don't look for the knockouts, but they just happen to come. Everybody that I put my hands on in the ring, whether it's been MMA or any uh, striking, sparring, they've always hit the ground always hit the canvas so it's not one fight you can look at that you're going to see on youtube with me in it that a guy hasn't hit the canvas he's going to hit the canvas and now it's i have that 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 focus and that um sequence and i have that algorithm in my mind of how i'm going to move and how i'm going to be strategic i'm just too much of a thinker for him but i'm also a, a doer with the action and i don't see him doing anything but reacting too slow and that's what's going to be his downfall so if you can put Bubba out, I don't want to say about it. What's that? If you can put Bubba out, you're going to be official KO King of uh, K4 because that dude is hard <laughs> to put the lights out on, man. He is like, uh, I think his brain is in his penis or something. It's really hidden well. I'm looking to send his head to the rafters. I'll be I'll be excited to see that, and uh, I'm sure uh, most of our fans will. Just a quick update. Uh, we were we're gonna have Sean Doyle and um, Oliver Gino on at 7:30. They're both in the studio, just waiting for us, and uh, we're gonna pop them up just in three minutes. We're just gonna finish up with Rasta. I know you got a bunch of sponsors to thank, and he's always looking for sponsors. So anyone looking to sponsor? Uh, the co-main or main event of the evening, uh, Rasa is going to be one of the two of those. There's two pro fights. I'm not sure which one's which yet, but um, these guys are going to be front and center of the stage and the promotion. So 
If you want to sponsor someone, this is one of the guys to sponsor him, Bubba Norton, Derek Patterson, and I forgot Derek Patterson's opponent name. I'm sorry. We're going to have them on tomorrow, so we get, we'll take care of that. But uh, make sure you. Uh, Patterson is a good fighter, too. He's a good fighter, too. Yeah. Him and, uh, full contact. That kid's a dog. And, yeah. Uh, I respect the hell out of that guy, too. I'm telling you. He's, he's, yeah, that dude kicks me in the head all the time. Yeah, he kicks me in the head all the time, man. He's a tall ass, too. He's like fucking 18 feet tall, dude. He's got such a long reach. And he's a southpaw. It's the worst. You gotta get in there. Yeah. Good thing you can't wrestle that good. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. <laughs> All right, man. Why don't you plug your sponsors real quick, and then we're uh, we're gonna get the the champers champ match in here, and then we're out of here for night. So uh, give us the the rundown on your sponsors. I know you got a bunch of them. I seen them on your website. <laughs> right now, right now, I have only two sponsors that's uh, supporting currently, um, and that is the Manny team with uh, the Keller Williams Realty, and that's with uh, Nicole Regaglia and her husband. Well, her name's now Nicole Manny. And her husband Trevor Maney, and um, that's under their supervision. And then I have the Rochester African American um, Firearms Association, which is also led and found by uh, Paul Adele. So those two are my sponsors right now. They've been holding me down since day zero of amateurs, and they continue to roll, keep on the ball going, and uh, eventually somebody's gonna believe and support me and my story but uh let's go armstrong's armory hook this guy up yeah 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 we'll be all right though but until then i'll make you believers and it's all right man we'll see you august 5th ray's gonna be at the weigh-ins i'm gonna try and make it to the weigh-ins we'll see you fight night and uh we'll try and get you on when when your mic's a little bit better i don't mean to cut you short but like you're a little bit hard to hear right now still for us so uh when we get when we get back to you, man, and we can't get a good connection, we'll put you on for a really long time, all right? Sounds good. Talk to y'all soon. All right. Oh. All right. Talk to you soon, man. Peace out. Good luck in the fight. Thank you, sir. Yep. He sounded better in the end there. <laughs> yeah, I turned his mic up all the way. I'm oh, not the sure how to your last name. Is it Gino? Gino? Gino. 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 I'm sorry, man. I killed I butchered it on the commentary. It's all right. Uh, You're not listen. Listen, it's literally been my whole life like that, so don't sweat it. There's not even an Ellen. I'm just gonna call you Oliver the Champ. Hey uh, man, hey man. Everybody calls me Ollie. You can call me Oliver. You can call me the Savage, the Champ, whatever floats your boat, brother. Uh we got Ollie the Champ, and we got Sean Doyle, oh, my champ. two That's favorite K4 man. fighters. Uh oh, the Champ. So pumped for this fight. There's two pro fights on the card, and this is the fight that I'm looking forward to the most. And thank you guys both for coming on. You guys are both really respectful, so I, I knew it was okay to have you both on at the same time. And I'm pumped to have you guys in here. Thank you guys for representing the art of Muay Thai, the art that we love so much. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you, you guys man. for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, man. Really appreciate it. All right. I have a question that's not on the flyer. What weight is this fight at? 125, right? Oh, so yeah, one twenty-five. Oh, he's like one twenty-five. Sean's like one fifty. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I was one. I was one fifty maybe during COVID. So man, uh, the day that I'm one fifty, I'm retired. Listen, man. I I fought with a couple of guys who fight at one fifty. Those boys hit hard. I'm good where I'm at. 
I fought 55. Those guys are gigantic, man. You yeah, man. 45 where, where regular people walk around at. Yeah, man. That's that, man. We 125 is good for me. So we got two of the best fighters. We got one from Western New York and one from New York City. Better we got, the, we got those things all messed up. So Ray is ruined for you, Ali, because he's a New York City guy. So yeah, man. Brooklyn stand up. What up, here? Dan K, man, why you why you do that to me? I got I like Sean. Sean's my boy, but uh, it's gonna be a good fight. I, I don't know who's gonna win this one. They I'm looking forward to it. Listen, listen, we like when I said at um the last event we were scheduled to fight at that one, and I was looking forward to that because I um. The name when his name popped up, I was like, "Hmm, his name rings a, a little bit of a bell." And then I saw, I was like, "Yeah, man, I got excited for that fight." And then, you know, whatever happened, happened, fell through. We had got the replacement, and you know that fight happened. It was cool, whatever. But you know, this was the fight that I wanted. I think this is the fight that everybody else wanted too. Yeah, this is a fight that everyone wants. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, I, I, I got no, no. You're good. I appreciate it. Um, I gotta agree, hundred percent. Honestly, that night I was rooting for you. Um, I was very disappointed in myself that I had to pull out due to injury and everything. Um, but we're good. Weight's good. Life is good. And we're going to fight on August 5th. Yeah, man. Find out. Yep. What made me the happiest about it is I was just like, yeah, he's hurt. Like, we'll, we'll make it happen at a different time. Yeah. Like, you didn't talk shit. And, like, he was very respectful. And, man, I'm so excited for this fight. You don't see this in MMA. Like, everyone's always, like, dogging each other. And Muay Thai, like, this is respectful. And I, I love the show. Yeah, man. I feel like, I mean, we, we could sit here and we can, you know, talk shit till we're blue in the face or whatever. And it's like, for what? You know what I mean? Like, let's go out there, have a good old fashioned fist fight, shake hands and see what happens. You know, so it, it actually it cracks me up because at the end of your uh, interview uh, in the cage, I heard you say my name. But I was also celebrating Michael Stevens' fight. Yeah, uh, right. my training partner. I ain't hear you. I half heard you, and somebody like, oh, he called you out. And then I heard it back, and I was like, dude, that's the most respectful call out I've heard in my life. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I was all yeah, amped up. I was like, oh, what's up? Yeah, let me like, you know, like uh, one of the things I appreciate is like at the weigh-ins, you came up to me, you shook my hand, and you know, you apologized for pulling out, and you don't have to apologize, you know, for being injured for whatever the case may be, like. You know, we're only made out of flesh and bone and shit happens in this game, right? We, Especially when we've been at it a long time. You got a shitload of fights. I got a shitload of fights. You know, these things happen. And so, you know, it is what it is. But the stars have aligned, the planets have aligned, and we're going to get it going. That's right. Here we are. Perfect. What makes K4 so special that you guys are fighting here at K4? I mean, this is a long-ass drive for you, man. You're coming in from New York City. So, actually, my coach, Chris Kwiatkowski, he's from Buffalo. Originally, he um uh, he's a Buffalo native, and so when they when they approached him, he's like, "Hey man, we got this big promotion in your hometown." And he was like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, no problem." And so you know, he was like, right off the bat, he came. I mean, he came up to me maybe in January. He's like, "Hey, uh, there might be a fight in Buffalo. I want you on that card." And I was like, "All right, man, whatever." He's like, you know, I, whatever my coach says, you want me to fight here, there, anywhere? Let's go, All right? And so. Like I said, that was in January. I think there was a show that had just happened or whatever the case may be. And so we just kept, you know, with that in the back of our mind, like, hey, come springtime, we're probably going to make that trip up to Buffalo. And I honestly, and when I got in this game 12 years ago, I knew that I was going to, like, the opportunity to go to different places would come. Um, before K4, uh, the last show, the furthest I ever went up for a fight was Westchester, you know, like up in Memorial. <laughs> 
it was like 45 minute drive, you know? So it was a, it was like an experience that I knew I needed to have. And I think like being in my coach's hometown still in New York was like a great first out of town on the road experience for me. That's a pretty far, pretty far trip either way. Doyle, same question for you. I mean, there's promotions all over. You probably fought more places than anyone I know. You're like all over fighting for titles and beating people up all over the country. Um, why, why K4? Man, there's no place like fighting at home. You know, I can go travel to Turkey. It's super cool. You know, I can, um, I'm hoping to fight in Vermont in September. Awesome. But when you're at Riverworks and what Keith did with the venue last show was absolutely amazing. Um, especially when I saw that, I was like, man, I want nothing more than to fight right now. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we get to do it here, do it now and everything. And at home, of course. Yeah, man, I'll, I will say, listen, I fought on, um, I fought on Friday night fights, which pre COVID was like the premier promotion in the East coast for Muay Thai. I've had a few fights for Warriors cup, which is, they're the ones doing it down now here. They have the partnership with WBC. And when I got out there, I'll be honest, my when I first came out around the corner from backstage and I saw that crowd and what they did with that venue, I was like, oh, this is a kind of a big deal. It's a lot, you know? man. Yeah, man. That was that was that was fun. And you know, one of the things I appreciated, me being from all the way eight hours away and my opponent, um, Joe Clark being from uh, Philly, there was no bias, right? So the appreciation that we received for our fight, the, the the reactions that we received from the crowd, they were genuine fight fans, which I think like that was cool for me, you know, to just sit there and like taking that and like these aren't my fans, these aren't his fans, these are fight fans, these are Muay Thai fans. These guys came out here, these people came out here, paid money to watch some people get after, it, and you know that like for me that was great energy to just take that in. So like shout out to Keith and the K four team because they put on a top notch performance. Heck yeah, we're gonna look that part up. <laughs> Maybe Keith will give me a little extra money. <laughs> uh, we got a, we got a fan question from uh, Michael T. Schultz, the two-time TNT champion. That's I have to say that he beats me up. Um, he said, Sean Oliver, do you think it's an advantage or disadvantage to fighting home or away? So we'll start with Sean since Mike addressed the question. Do you think it's an advantage or disadvantage to fight at home? I personally, of course, I think it's an advantage, um, you know, just being able to sleep in your own bed, even like before weigh-ins, you know, in the comfort of everything that's your own. For me, at least, it makes it just feel like it's another day. Um, you know, like you're not going to do anything crazy today. You're not going in there to fight. You're just going about your routine and then you get to it. Um, I think fighting away, you know, you learn to deal with that. You go on your first fight trip. After that, it's golden. You know, you have a great time, and you you see that those nerves are are gone with that experience. And then the same question for you, Albert. Do you think it's an advantage or disadvantage to be fighting away? Um, I think it's an advantage, but like, it's it's how you use it. You know what I mean? Some people, I think they they. I don't think I'm one of these type of people. Like, maybe I guess we'll find out. I don't expect a favorable crowd. Uh, come August fifth. <laughs> But uh, uh, some people, you know, they can take that negativity from the crowd and they can channel it, you know. Some people cower under that. I've seen it both ways, you know. Um, but I do think, like, there's a pressure we're fighting at home, but there's also, I think, the comfort of fighting at home supersedes the pressure. So, yeah, I would say you definitely have a, a little bit of advantage fighting at home. 
Me personally, I always think it's a huge advantage to be on the road because, like, when I'm home, I have, you have to sell tickets. You got so much shit to that, do. Like, so that that's a lot. Like, I had to like, like when I fought, you had to sell tickets to even be on the card. It wasn't the same as it is now. Like, you guys can just fight, and like, the promotion is gonna make money either way. Back when we were scrapping, we had to sell tickets, and as on reservations. So, like, if you didn't sell tickets, they would never have you on the cards. So there's a lot of pressure, and. When I fought on the road, the only disadvantage was really making weight. Um, yeah. because you have to find a sauna somewhere. You have to cut weight. But, like, no one's around. Uh, it was good for me because I, I like to fight and not be surrounded by love. So, like, I, I like to not be by my, my family when I, uh, yeah. when I fight because, like, it, it makes me, like, I don't want to love anybody. I want to hate everybody. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, but Doyle's sure. not like that, man. Doyle's, like, he's all he doesn't even care. He just fights emotionless. He's just smiling and beating people up. So like, I mean, I'm sure that's not a disadvantage for you, but for that's, me, that's, that's why a, I always liked it. That's the one. Well, um, another reason why I, I was so excited about this specific fight was because yeah, we're amateurs, right? But we, you know, you can choose to carry yourself like a professional or not. And like, I could tell, you know, he carries himself as a professional. I like to think that I carry myself as a professional, you know? And so like, that's the great thing about this fight here. It's like, it's, to, yeah, we're fighting on an amateur rule set or whatever, but it's two professionals fighting a Muay Thai fight, you know? But it's uh, it's Class A, right? So elbows and everything. Yeah, right? man, we're throwing. Yeah, I was told we're throwing blows. We're throwing yeah, blows. That's pretty much pro rules. And you guys, no offense to, like, a lot of pros out there, but you guys are better than a lot of pros that are fighting. Like, no offense to pros that suck worse than these guys. Like, if you suck, you suck. Like, it doesn't matter, but... You guys are fucking awesome. Whether you're a pro or amateur, it doesn't really matter. Both of you guys are great. And, like, I think you guys are the two most skilled athletes on this card. And that's why I'm so excited for this fight. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shamelessly plug in my homie real quick, Camille Cargill, uh, the heavyweight title fight. That motherfucker. That's, listen, our fight's going to be good. But watching to just to watch him perform, forget about how his fight's going to turn out. To watch him perform, that man is a that man is a Ferrari engine and a Sherman tank body. So I have a question for both of you guys too. Doyle, do you, do you have anyone else on the card from your team? Uh yeah, Mackenzie Musgrove. She's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mackenzie made the card. That's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um. When you guys sorry, have a, just so you know, I'm having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. Um, I don't know. It's on my end. Okay, you you sound great. I'll just talk louder. I'm good at talking loud, anyways. So, on uh, when you have guys fighting on the card from your school, does it affect you guys mentally when they win or lose? Like, do you get on a roll? Like, oh man, we're winning, we're rolling. Or when your teammates lose, like I've seen it happen in the locker room to uh, Western New York MMA sometimes. Like one guy loses and it really gets in everyone's head, and like it just keeps on rolling. And I've seen it the other way too, like. One guy wins, and somebody you didn't think was going to win wins, and all of a sudden everybody wins, and you just roll through the event. Um, do you feel that pressure? Uh, we'll start with Sean. No, not whatsoever. And honestly, I mean, I'm very confident in my teammate. Of course, she's going to go out there. She's going to kill it. She's going to go do her thing. Everything that we've been working towards, she's been showing in her sparring and drilling, and it's been great. And I know she's going to go out there and do the same on fight night for sure. Um, but aside from that, you know, I've been part of bigger teams that have had, you know, their fair shares of losses, fair shares of wins. And similar to earlier, as far as like travel, you know, that happens first time and it might play with you a little bit. But then after that, just another day, okay, we're good. 
Um, you know, it's, it's my turn. It's not about them. It's my turn now. It's my turn to show the work that I put in. It's my turn to do my thing. What about you, Ali? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of exactly what he said. You know, it's like we train together as a team, right? Like, and then I think if you work a lot of everyday jobs, nine to fives, you know, you have your team and whatever, your coworkers and your associates. But at the end of the day, the, your performance, your personal performance is what matters to you and yourself you get what i'm saying so like i think i've seen it I, like you said caveman i've seen it where like teams have fallen apart and the teams have rolled and it had no effect you know i've been i do um i help with my coach with some of the cornering for some of the other people so like i've been in the locker room i've been on both sides where like some people in the team win some people in the team lose as a fighter and as a coach as a cornerman so like everybody just you know they handle it a little differently but like for me personally come fight night like you know it's me myself and i you know it's me and him and the ref you know what about you ray you were fought on big teams when you fought how did you feel when your teammates rolled up uh it feels good actually you know you 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 have Ray's like i'm glad you lost you fucker <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I feel when my teammate wins it feels good but when they lose i, I, I kind of feel sad but at the same time, you got to prepare for your fight and you got to go in in a clear mind and, and concentrate what you got to do. Man, I, I always had a hard time with that. I always fought near the end of the card and it's like, man, you watch people you think are going to win, lose, and you're like, oh my God, am I going to lose? Like, that guy should smoke that guy. That other guy's terrible. How do they lose? You know, maybe yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't watch yeah. fights. I don't actually, yeah. I don't like, I'll what watch my teammates fight. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, well, what's gonna what affects me more honestly is when I corner and I'm not fighting. I am so jittery. I'm so ready to go. I want to see them. You know, I want to like have the remote in my hand. I just want them to be perfect that night. Um, but fight night's a different story, you know. Cornering's tough. I'd rather fight for sure. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. 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 Absolutely. I like cornering. Don't get me wrong. I love every part of this fight game, but like. I love fighting a lot more than I love cornering. I like tra training the guys in the gym more than anything else in the world. Corn makes me nervous, man. Like, there's so much stuff, and you see everything, and everything you do has, like, when you talk to your fighter, everything has to be right. You can't fuck up because yeah. now it's not you. Now it's them. When you fight, yeah. it's just you. So if you fuck up, who cares? Like, you you know you lost because of you. And, yeah, and, we're, like, as a cornerman, right, like, you could do everything right as a cornerman, and – the other team fucks up their medical or or the, the 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 promotion drops the ball like i've seen it you know on other promotions where like they're changing rule sets 10 minutes before walkout and shit and it's like what like you know they're negotiating equipment and like as a cornerman like that shit like i'm like oh my fucking god i would not want to deal with this shit as a fighter so i can only imagine as a cornerman you know i was at the um the lockport fights when uh, butch fought uh, were you there, Sean, when that guy got hurt? So no, the guy's warming up, this. and the guy, like, busts, blows out his knee, like, minutes before he's supposed to go out and fight. So all the fights got moved up. This guy's hurt. They're, like, carrying him out on a stretcher from the, the warm-up area. It was crazy. <laughs> I split my head open one time before a fight. Like <laughs> Ten minutes before a walkout. Right. That was back in December. That was a fun story. Oh, man. Any we crazy got, stories before you fought, 
Oh, you know what? How about uh, Farouk? I don't know if you guys – you guys were commentating that night, but I don't know if you guys heard the whole situation. Um, he thought we were fighting in shin pads. And, yeah, yeah, Schultz, that was FCP, yep. Um, he thought we were fighting in shin pads, and we were like, hey, no, dude, like, I usually fight at 30. I'm bumping up to 45 to fight you in your hometown. Pop those suckers off. Let's get to it, or I won't fight tonight. Um, and he said, okay, yeah, I guess I don't really have a choice. But, dude, Tony Visconti and Corey Combs, at the time my coach, um, yeah, they were arguing, like, minutes before we walked out. It was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't awesome when I lost that night, but it was awesome. I'm, that's funny. Pop them suckers <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I mean, yeah, let me tell you something. Those shin guards, they're, they're, sometimes they, they get – if you fall without them, they don't help the other no, person. Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they don't really help. I wish I could always wear them. No offense. I just, or maybe booties like uh, Amir. I just want some booties on my feet because when you catch a toe on someone, that's like the absolute worst feeling in the world. <laughs> my shins are good, but my 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 dainty little feet don't like to kick people's elbows for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the way when you oh, when you catch that toe right into the fucking, right into the point like the point of the knee or the meat of the thigh. Yeah, right in between your big toe and your pointer toe, that's the worst. And then the whole area swells up and you can't push off your feet. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. No, thank so I was you. Like, I'm accurate. That never happens to me. <laughs> that's because we just kick the shit out of people. We just kick right through those elbows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's all flesh and bone. One of them is going to break. That's true. <laughs> Who do you think has a better clinch between the two of you guys? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. I don't know. Gabe, man, you ever fought in a Muay Thai fight before? Yeah, for sure. Everybody hates clinch, man. <laughs> I like the clinch. Uh, don't speak for everybody. Don't speak yeah. for everybody on that one. Everybody <laughs> hates the clinch. That's Muay Thai right there. I'll sit there. Yeah. Five I mean, that's what they tell you, man. No clinch, no Muay Thai. Might as well just make it a glory uh, fight, man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I so the thing I miss most about not being at WNY, besides for like training with all you guys, obviously, is not being able to do clinch sparring with Tony. And that was like some of my favorite, dude. Like Tony Viscomi, one of our teammates, has like an amazing clinch. He's really, he kicks really hard too, but his clinch is like something like really, really good. And I, I enjoy that so much. I don't even know. Is he training? Where is he training at now? Is he still at WNY or? He's at uh, he's at WNY and he's been over with us at uh, Fight Nights Boxing um, under Pat Sandora, our coach. Um, he's been over there, you know, three days a week at WNY. Um, so yeah, man, training partners have been top notch for this camp. I'm taking it very very seriously, in shape and ready to go beyond belief. Awesome, and obviously you have amazing people at Church Street Boxing. Anyone you want to shout out from there? Like you guys are legit too. Uh, who, I mean, obviously my coach, Chris Kwiatkowski, um, teammate Brandon, who fought on the last show with us, uh, Luis Gonzalez, who was also like the whole, the whole team, but also, you know, um, I get like, I really have to shout out three very particular, of my coaches, Chris Kwiatkowski and Aaron Fisher, who are going to be cornering me for this fight, but also my, one of my original coaches who cornered me for my first few boxing fights as well. Um, Jason Strout, who like, you know, these guys taught me how to fight you know what i mean they taught me not just the like the skill the, the the techniques and the 
and the uh, principles of love of fighting of Muay Thai and boxing and kickboxing. But these guys taught me how to be a fighter, you know, how to give it and take it, you know. And so, like, I just got to like, I, I can never say enough nice things about, you know, the coaches that I've had pour their knowledge into me. That's amazing. It's so good when you have like two good schools. Like you guys both have great guys that you train with and a bunch of people to help you guys. I mean, that obviously that's what makes you guys such good amateurs. Um, when do you think you're going to turn pro, Ali? I am. I mean, you know, it's the goal. You know, I'm no spring champion no more. So like we got to get there. But uh, I, um, couple more fights, couple more fights. Uh, it's 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 on the horizon. We just you know it's something that we don't really plan things months ahead. It's we go hey fight next month hey fight next you know three weeks fight you in or you out you know so you know who knows maybe after this fight we're on the drive back my coach is like hey you want to pro fight pro fight you know could be next week could be next year you know yeah this is better than most pro fights I, I see booked anywhere that's why I asked and we were just talking that you know. Getting a little bit older, a little bit achier and creakier in the morning. So, like, it's time to get moving. Same yeah, question to you, Sean. When are uh, when are you? Do you have plans to turn pro? When are you going to turn pro? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, we're shooting towards the beginning of 2024. Don't know 100%. Um, I want to continue to take fights like this and tell them that are at that pro level. Um, and, and, you know, go from there so that I have that, you know, at pro level, full Muay Thai rule experience. Only difference is we're popping off the elbow pads and we're getting paid. Yeah, getting paid is the big one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, man, I, I, it don't matter how many zeros are on that check, as long as there's a zero, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got I got a boy to take care of right here, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, scares. All right, uh, so you just got Schultz's vote for the win, like. <laughs> no, that, no, that's the cat. ultimate cat dad. Don't play. Oh, yeah, cat daddy. I got nothing on him. I got nothing. There's nothing on him. Well, and he just jumped. I oh, sent hearts, first of all. Um, <laughs> Oliver, Sean, who's your toughest opponent? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a loss. So I'm a little bit more familiar with you, Sean. So who is your toughest fight? Man, um, there's, there's two. Uh, my first one. Uh, Farouk, that was tough. Hadn't seen his style. Uh, the weight, that was tough. I was 19 at the time. He was 29 at the time. That was tough. He had that man strength. Um, so that was definitely, that was a tough fight. But then uh, Giovanni on last K4 card. Um, man, that was, that what I had to grind. You know, that was a hard fight. Uh, really had to push through. We had to be really accurate with everything. Uh, you know, put that head kick on there, that final touch on the, the third round to make sure that that decision was sealed and take keeping that belt here, not letting it go to Pennsylvania, not letting it go anywhere. And then same question to you, Oliver. Who's your toughest opponent? Two jump out to me. Um, one was many, many years ago. I think it was my fourth or fifth amateur fight. I fought a guy named Jeremy Sanchez, who at the time – uh, he trained here in the city uh, under Brandon Levi at Evolution Muay Thai. He's in, I think he's out on the West Coast of San Diego now. But that was a fight where we had the. I had known him priorly from a couple of um, uh, sparring sessions, joint sparring sessions. Um, 
And so I don't think being that early in my career, I was able to separate the make the difference between friend and foe. And that played into it, but also just like he's an amazing fighter. And like he put the he put the beats on me, he, uh, kicked me in the head like five times. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I lost by decision in that one. And then um, I think my other toughest fight was in June, this, uh, not this past June, June of last year. Uh, I fought on the uh, Andy Sauer kickboxing show, the WKS, and I fought a guy from the Bronx, a kid from the Bronx. The we agreed to one thirty nine. I weighed in at like one thirty three, maybe, and I'm he had to cut a shitload of weight to make one thirty nine. So he probably had twenty pounds on me in that fight, and that didn't go my way either. But we lost. Uh, that ended up being a split decision that I lost. That's tough. Now I'm going to ask a question that everyone's thinking in their head: What plays the biggest factor in this fight? Is it going to be Ali's beard or your tattoo, Sean? <laughs> I got the tattoos. I got the stash. He's got it. Well. Listen. Come on. He's got the beard all day. He's got the chin strap. But yeah, listen, uh, I think I think uh, anything, everything else aside, skill. However, dude, one of us can roll our ankles on the way to the cage. This is the best looking fight aesthetically <laughs> on the card. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean, who makes better pizza, Buffalo or New York City? Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. Now we're going to have a fight. We were being real civil a second ago, man. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Niagara Falls, Jocko's Pizzeria. That's who makes the best pizza. Listen, um, is that a sponsor? It may be. It's going to be now. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember where it's from, but my coach, he had gotten like eight pies after the last fight somewhere from Buffalo. That shit was delicious, man. Um, we got some good spots, but, like, there's so many. Like, it's kind of like this day and age in New York, it's kind of oversaturated now. It's hard to tell you, like, who's the best. Um, Ray, you're from here. You ever had famous singers? Yes, I did. The little the little personal, but I think that might be my favorite. Wait, I got a question for you, Ali. Did you go yeah. to um, Mizzuto Chow's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of it? It's a pretty cool place, it's, right? Yeah, man. And Johnny Child, the owner, man. He's um, he's friends with my coach. He's a good friend with my coach. Oh, that's cool. that's cool. Yeah, nicest dude. I mean, they they put together some nice wings for us. Like a pretty cool spot. We took a couple of photos in the pink staircase. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be there again tonight uh, after this one, August fifth. So, you know, I've never been there ever. Like well, now you got a reason to go. Now you got to you got to check it out, man. Listen, I've been to. I'll come out, man. I've never go after the fights. I'll go. Out. I usually help tear it on the cage, and that's kind of sucks. So maybe I'll go out with you guys instead. That's you don't get paid enough for that, caveman. Okay, hey, man, what's wrong with you? That's what the grunts are for. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the grunt, man. Like I just do all this stuff. I make you guys look good, and then I go do the grunt work. Uh, yeah. Listen, man. If you were, if you, if you show up to work in a blazer, you don't do none of that stuff. <laughs> Me and Ray borrowed shirts and we did uh two two events ago. It was awesome. Yeah, but last time I walked out though. <laughs> yeah, Ray's like, I'm out of here. See you later. Yeah, smart. <laughs> I'll be doing it in my tie. I'll be carrying a giant pillar from the cage. It's the best. Yeah, I I've never put together a cage or a ring. I've seen it done before. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> glad I'm hey, fighting in there. We all know cards that the second that main event's over, that cage is getting taken. Oh, down. dude, I've seen, I've seen Not it. Not even out of the cage. Yeah, man, I've seen, I've seen them pull it down while they're interviewing and raising the fighters' hands for the main event. You know, like yeah. so, these guys, they're they're ready to go, man. Yeah, I don't no, blame it's them. Just, 
it's a shitty job, man. There's a lot of pieces of that stupid little cage, and it's heavy. They're all heavy pieces. I I would advise not to have your own promotion where you need to take down your own cage. You shouldn't. I already started on a big big show where you can just have people do that shit for you. Keith is out there doing it too, though. Like, so when the owner's out doing it, man, like I want to be out there supporting him too. Like, man, he does. He's always done everyone right, and I love to see the the show in the area. So I'll I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure that you guys have opportunity to showcase your skills. And I respect you guys so much, and I I put my whole life into this sport, and I want to see you guys have opportunity to make make the sport grow. And this fight will make the sport grow in this uh, this this county in Buffalo. Hey Oliver, how you feel fighting in a cage? You know, I was like, it's funny. Over eighteen, uh, seventeen, whatever, how many fights I've had. That was my first time actually ever fighting in the cage. And so, like, if you go back and watch that fight, you see me do, like, the stupid little foot jig when I get in there. That was me trying to feel out what the what the, what the the match were like because I've never – like, I was like, oh, shit, this is vinyl, man. But it was it was pretty cool because, like, uh, I like because they're not going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, you get them trapped up against the wall. It's not like they can bounce off the ropes. They're, they're fucking there, you know? Do you feel like the footing is uh like a little bit trickier for Muay Thai, especially like uh if you? I don't have cameras, I don't so. have enough experience to say honestly. Um, all my fights have always been in a ring, aside from the last one. With, um, those are canvas, and even then, like the canvas changes from ring to ring. Some people have a little more velvety stuff. Some people have a little more coarse. Some of it is so old that it's just got like a layer of film and sweat where you just slide over the top of it. You know. <laughs> So I, I honestly don't have that knowledge yet. What, what's your opinion on that, though? I mean, you fight a lot of cages, so. Yeah, I mean, I've fought about 50-50 um, ringing cage between, like, Casper's lace-up, uh, a couple of those places, too, that used to have the, the rings. Um, but I personally, I like the cage. I like the shape. I like, you know, exactly like Ali said, um, you're not going anywhere. Can staple you there you know i can cut angles do whatever i uh, like i like that as far as the floor itself yeah man it doesn't matter it's whatever local promotion is uh throwing it you know the Dude, I, i've it. seen like i've been in at shows in the audience and i've seen a cage match where it's like is that paper <laughs> where it's just like it's folding and wrinkling and then i've seen places where it's like wow that shit's fucking pristine you know so it's just you know uh, I think I, I'll be honest, Keith. I think he's got a good setup over there. He's got, you know, seemed comfortable to me. I didn't feel like you I was going to fall through. New cage last show, right? Yeah, it's got a new cage last show. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. He bumped into him at Gladius. I thought he was saying that. Yeah, he's been definitely putting a lot of uh, money into the production and right back into the right back into the the venue itself, the venue, the the show, like everything. He's just pumping the money back in, so. Like it's really good to see that he cares and not just sucking up that money and going out and getting cocaine and hookers. But he's not that kind of guy, so I'm, he's not Ray. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, I was gonna say that you know, like Chief runs a great show, but like shout out to you guys and um, I forgot the other guy's name. Uh, ben ben Fields, baby. <laughs> ben, yeah, Ben Fields. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys, like. You guys, you you three, like you guys run a great show. Like you have you do a great job with the commentary and you know, calling the action and you know, kind of telling the story of what's going on in the cage and like watching back the the YouTube video of my fight, I was like, Oh, these guys you guys do a great production. So like shout out to you three because you guys, you know, 
do a heck of a bang up job of what you do of commentating and, and calling the action and just, you know, like I said, telling the story of what's going on in the cage and these fighters, which I think is, you know, I've, I've been on shows where they're just kind of like, it's specula it's all speculation, right? It's two commentators and they don't know shit. They don't do any research, you know, and they're just kind of speculating and like, oh, he looks like this and he looks like that. And I wonder this and I wonder, and it's like, you know, you're not really doing justice to the fighters, you know? Just so you guys know, I give Ray all the notes. So like I, I do all the research and Ray yeah. just reads my notes. <laughs> I mean, you can't lie about that, right? <laughs> It sounds, you know what, bro? It sounds like every thing. school project ever, that everyone's ever been in, you know? There's always that one guy who doesn't do the work but still gets DA. Yeah, but, but cool K-Man, at least I didn't ask, uh, how do you know how you check a kick when you got to check a kick? <laughs> <laughs> you check them all, man. Just check them all. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Ben's actually, I can't believe that Ben is so good at commenting because he's like such a stoner. And like he keeps up with the action so well. Like I was very impressed. <laughs> too. But like it's really hard to commentate because we're looking at the screen and there's a delay on the screen. So your your natural instinct is to look at the cage. And if you look at the cage, you're a little bit faster than the screen. So you're faster than the comp than what's happening on the screen. So it can make you sound really good. So oh wow, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it because I know about the delay, but like I've always said like it like um the best commentators right whether it be professional wrestling or 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 fighting whatever the case may be they are watching the action in the yeah. ring from the uh -huh. ring and like i've actually it's a good point like you've never like you know you gotta get that delay going yeah it's tough so you have to compensate for that and then like we don't have to deal with it at k4 but as we grow we're gonna have to deal with it you have the production guys talking in your ear too so when you're yeah. on tv they're like, run this spot, run this spot. And you have to say what they're saying while you're, like, trying to commentate the action, too. And, like, there's a lot going on. It's, like, a, right. a tough job, man. That's I can see Doyle doing this. Uh, your beard might be too much. I can't, I can't even on. text and talk. Let alone uh, <laughs> talking to me and try to say something. No way. Yeah. I've always wanted to try my hand to commentate. Maybe one day I'll come up for one of the fights and join you guys on the table. Dude, both. that'd be great. I'd love to have you. Like, two, the two best beers, my beer kind of sucks oh. compared to yours. Like, once you're I butcher, dude. I had my beard down to my chest a year ago, man. Yeah. Braided out and everything. I was uh, I was so pumped when you came in. I was like, finally, a guy with a cool beard. Yeah. I was like, I, when I did the promo, when I wrote up the promo stuff, I was like, man, I got to talk about his beard. It's the best. <laughs> it's as good as Doyle's tattoo. Like I said, bro, we got look. It's the best looking fight on the card. It is without a doubt, and uh, uh, well, I'm putting on my money. Ray says he's gonna put in fifty bucks, but he didn't say fifty dollars. He said fifty, so I'm assuming he's putting in fifty cents. So, uh, man's corner, we're gonna give away a hundred dollars to um the best fighter of the night that came on our show for the the pre-fight. So anyone that comes on our show that's fighting in the K4, you're on the running, and we're gonna give away a hundred dollars to whoever we think is the best fighter of the night. And it hey, Sean, it looks like we're going to make $100. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> looks like we're going to make $100, buddy. Yeah. So, the, lo like, the loser of your fight might win $100, too, because the winner's going to get a belt, and we might feel bad. Like, I don't know. This. <laughs> hey, man, $100 is $100, you know. Yeah. It's $100, yeah, yeah. More, than, it's $100 more than they offered us to pay to, you know, they offered for us to fight there. Yeah, I <laughs> wish I um, 
like as we get bigger and bigger, if we can continue to grow, I want to give away more and more at K4 too. I want to like, hopefully someday we can give away like a grand or like a, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars to a couple oh, yeah. car, car, car. <laughs> yeah, I, man, if we're, if we're big enough that I can afford to give you a car dog, I'll be giving that shit away for sure. Like, Hey man, a Honda Civic is the car. Okay. Like there's, the fighters are so undervalued by like everybody, like even a promoter, like Keith takes care of you guys, but like, he can't take care of you guys like like you really need to be taken care of. And oh man, listen, and you know what? Again, shout out to Keith because you know he had set us up in um the hotel near the airport. I didn't fly in anyway, but like, um, nice hotel, great staff. I forget what it is. I think it was the Comfort Inn. Uh, yeah. those guys are real nice. You know? Oh, Keith, he, I do, I do think yeah, Keith has any. Huh? He hooked you yeah. up. The seven six five guys got something else. <laughs> let me tell you something those guys were down the hall from me man those guys were going to like five well i went to bed i went to bed at like five o'clock in the morning but those dudes were partying it up at five o'clock in the morning i'm surprised they made check out yeah but you're talking <laughs> are you talking way in night though because they were doing the same no 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 no, no, no. the night the night fight night, Did they do fight night too uh i don't think so it was pretty quiet way in night hotel was pretty quiet way in night Scott, that's how Skylar got that the mat herpes. He got it from some shit. You probably had like some dirty Niagara Falls <laughs> or something. Oh, was that the fight that? Oh, yeah. I don't the know, man. Guy, I had the, like the herpes on his uh, on his side. That was Skylar, <laughs> and then the fat hairy Chewbacca guy couldn't fight because he didn't get his medical in. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Those motherfuckers are in a whole different stand. They got a shorter ride than I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're a few states over, man. That's crazy. <laughs> you should take a helicopter on oh, like a like a big show. Hey, you know we got. I, I heard Uber does helicopters now. Oh man! So if you Uber's on a helicopter, you need to renegotiate your contract with Keith because you need to get paid some more. That sounds about right. Sounds about fitting. All right, so um, we got to talk about this part now that we're talking about money. K4 funding is August 5th. The link is right here. I'll put it in the comments so uh, uh, everyone can find it in the comments. But um, when you guys check out, when you buy your tickets, because they're all online, the, the whole thing is online. So when you get your tickets, you need to uh, get them online. And when you get them online, uh, when you go to options, there's a promo code. And if you put in your fighter's last name and a promo code, the fighters get a percentage of the ticket sale. So make sure that you guys put in... Um, your favorite fighter's last name so that they can get credit for the ticket sales because these guys are amateurs and like you guys should really be getting paid money somehow else but like you guys are amateurs and uh like they don't get paid so anything that you can help them with with ticket sales is going to make sure that they can make a couple of bucks and help them offset some of the costs for the for the show i can't imagine like you guys training expenses uh let's start with you Doyle. how much money do you spend training now we'll jump over to you Alex. I'm I'm very fortunate, man. Honestly, um, I I pay my gym membership at Fight Nights Boxing Club, the gym that takes care of us. We call home there, and then of course, you know, like I said, I have my trainer Pat. Pat, one of the most genuine people, the most genuine person I've met in my entire life. He just trains us, um, and that's that's where my ticket sales go. I push my ticket sales beyond belief because I you know, want to take that money. I want to give it to my coach for something. Um, so yeah, shout out, shout out to him. Shout out to Ryan. 
um, Derek as well. They they all take care of us, and uh, you know, but especially Pat giving us the time, effort, detail, day in day out. And then what about you, Ali? Hey, Mackenzie, we gotta get you on the show too, as long as you're watching. Um, like I very um my answer is very similar to Sean, where like I work at the gym that I train at, and so that's my nine to five is at the gym. So you know, there's days where I'm there twelve, thirteen hours a day, but I've been there for ten years, so I don't actually um. And the great thing about church is that we have a phenomenal boxing team, and we have and one I think I I'm sorry, not one of the greatest Muay Thai team on the East Coast, if not the whole country, because just like so many complete and different fighters that like I don't have to seek outside training. So much, so many great minds, whether it be boxing, strength and conditioning, general wellness, that I don't have to like go out and seek outside help and spend a lot of money, uh, you know, getting extra work from other places, but like. Training is expensive, man. Eating healthy is not is is you know is expensive. Uh, maintenance of taking care of your body, you know, rehab and things like that, that's expensive. Uh, insurance and medicals, that's all you know, that's all expensive. So you know, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm very very fortunate. I'm always um, internally grateful to Church Street Boxing as a gym and as a home because like they allow me to do what I love in more than one way whether it be coaching, whether it be teaching, whether it be cornering, fighting, or just sitting in the gym, taking naps on the ringside, you know, ringside, you know, like, it's a... I want to add to that. The training itself, very, very fortunate. It's everything to be able to fight. And the higher level you get, the more expensive that gets. Yeah. Um, You know, you're running through equipment faster. You're training more often. Your body. And, of course, you know you have great sponsors like Buffalo Cryo and everything. Don't get me wrong. You know, they're going to take care of you. Um, But there's there's so much more to that. Like Ali said, too, you know, eating healthy. Uh, McDonald's might be a little bit more, but it ain't uh, cheap eating salmon. Yeah, man. I, I, I think I had McDonald's like eight times in two weeks after my last. No, no, that's a, that's a shout out to Schultz. I'm reading um, comments. Michael T. Schultz said McDonald's is more expensive. He he has not the best diet, so he fought 145. <laughs> I don't know how he ever made 145 because he's like 297 pounds. I'm just kidding, Mike. But he's a big fat black belt now, uh, and that's kind of true. No offense, Mike, because you eat too much McDonald's. Eat healthy like your girlfriend. Or your fiance or your wife, she will. Uh, she'll definitely take care of you. And, hey, Albert, um, which gym located at? In New um, York City? So we got two locations. We got one like just down the street from MSG, and then we have the the original location that opened in '97. That one is right down by a few blocks from the World Trade Center by the Freedom oh, okay. Tower, and then we're opening up a third one in Queens in Long Island City by uh, Queens Plaza. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you're from New York and you're listening, Queens. I got, I got a lot of people in Brooklyn. You know? Yeah, you told me. You, I remember you told me you were from Brooklyn. Yeah. What part? Um, Ocean Hill, between okay. Brownsville and um, Best Eye. <laughs> you know what they used to call that back in the day? Apache territory. <laughs> different kind of people came out of there, man. Oh yeah, yeah. different kind of people for sure. Uh, the do or die used to call it the do or die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny when I saw Ray at the fights, I was like. I bet that that guy looks like he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I wish I could tell some of your stories, right? Someday, someday when the statute of limitations is passed, we'll. Uh, that's we'll that's, that's for another podcast. That's for another yeah. podcast. That's for another one. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, man. Any sponsors? Thanks, Sean. Uh, yeah, a couple, you know, that I mentioned, of course, Jackals Pizzeria, Buffalo Cryo, uh, Sun Float and Spa. Um, of course, I have Arboreal Inc. Um, he made this piece for me. I don't know if you can see it. Um, nice. On my thigh, that's my team colors and Muay Thai. Um, so, yeah, everybody there. And I send digital marketing as well. I really appreciate those guys over there taking care of me, everybody hooking me up, you know, the community as well. Just in general, uh, my family, my parents, big time, can't thank them enough, you know, supporting me this, in this when I started, you know, 15, 16 years old. Back then, training wasn't cheap. Um, and they always made sure that I could get there. And always made sure that I had my membership, and I can't thank them enough for that. Uh, I also want to give my girlfriend a huge shout-out, man. Dealing with me during fight camp isn't fun. Everything's a little bit more on edge. You know, I'm hungry. I'm ready to go. You're getting ready to get in there with a, in the cage with another man who, who wants to fight you. He wants to hurt you just as bad, right? Um, so coming home to cook meals and, and being relaxed in that aspect of life has uh, been great, too. Awesome, man. And I got one more question for you. Is there Do you have a promo code or anything for Buffalo Cryo, or they just, they're just supporting you? No, but if you do go in, please uh, just let them know that I sent you. It, okay. I appreciate it. It means a lot to have them know that, you know, them sponsoring me actually does something. Yeah, and they sponsor me as well. So, like, uh, if you go there, like, just say Sean Doe, because he got enough money anyway. So, say Sean yeah, Doe. Right. <laughs> yeah, All right, uh, who you got for sponsors? Um, I only have I don't I don't have a ton of sponsors. I got two that have been um really supportive for me of uh right from like the right from the get go when we first met. Um, one of them is farm.nyc uh they're a local cbd company and wellness company and they do see uh just not just you know uh pot like smoking or whatever but like paint slobs and just like i don't buy into a lot of like these uh gimmicks and like things like that and like i remember when i put like a booger of their stuff on a bruise i had and in 20 minutes the pain was like you know gone um so farm.nyc they got a shop out here in um, williamsburg and they're doing a lot of great things. They're just expanding and getting all over the place. And then my other sponsor is uh, Soul Munchie, which is a local edible company. Um, one of our members, one of my students, she makes the most delicious edibles I've ever had in my entire life. Um, Thanksgiving, she made this mac and cheese. She's got these uh, strawberry shortcake brown, uh, cupcakes that are out right now. And if like you're someone who likes to take a trip, they're great because they're low dose. They're fucking and it's made with a lot of love and the best tasting edible I've ever had in my entire life. So if you're in yeah. the city, check them both out. You know, uh, will. yeah. Uh, and of course, you know my family. You know my cousins. Like I think one of my cousins came on the pod. Was checking out the podcast with her newborn son. So like you know my cousins, my siblings who've been with me since literally day one. You know, fresh out the womb. So like you know those. People who have stand, stood by me from, from the beginning. You know, I've been with my coach for the better part. I've known him for a better part of 10 years. And, like, I know I'm a pain in the ass and I'm a thorn in the side and everything else that comes, like, everything else associated to that. And he stuck by me and he's given me, you know, the opportunities to represent his Muay Thai and represent the gym. So, you know, thank you, Chris Gwaitowski, for just, you know, giving me the opportunity to do what I love and standing by me and everybody else who had along the way. I love that. And, Dan, that bell is gleaming. Shit. Yeah. Real quick. Bling bling. Ollie. Yeah. 
I'm touched by your story on a much lighter note. My teammate just texted me and said that my eyes lit up. She saw me smile a little bit when you mentioned the edibles, all right? So I'm going okay. to pack, pack me some goodies, all right? You know what? If I, I think I yeah, you know what? I'm not flying, so I think I can right. bring up some gummies. Uh, Patty, if you're watching, we got some orders to fill. Uh, and if you yeah, are watching, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I am guarantee you that my broadcast partner, Ben Fuel, would <laughs> love to be involved in this part of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, I, hey listen, um, uh, listen, if you guys want, uh, if you're local, you're in the area, uh, hit up soul.munchie on Instagram. Tell them Ali the Savage sent you. Get you a free little gift with your purchase. Nice. That is awesome. I have one question that might, like, I didn't want to ask this until we're about to get out of here. So, <laughs> Oh, we'll start with Alex. How do you see this fight going? What's your prediction for the fight? What do you mean? I mean, it's a fist fight. We're going to have a fist fight, man. It's two fighters. We're going to go out there. We're going to punch each other in the face. We're going to help each other in the in the head and each other in the chest, kick each other. So we're going to have a good old session fist fight, man. We're going to see who the better man is, you know? And that's what I'd like. To, that's what I expect out of all my fights. Is a, like, you know, win, lose, or draw, you fight me, you know you had a fight. Awesome. What about you, Sean? Same question. Uh, I, I mean, I respect the humbleness and everything, and I don't mean to say this in any sort of cocky way whatsoever, but I feel like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be everywhere, and he's, he's not going to know what range I'm even at. Um, everything's going to be coming from everywhere, and I don't have any other way to put it but that, and we'll find out any range, any time of that, that fight, I will be 100% on that gas tank. I'm going to be there, but I will be everywhere. I can't wait to see this fight. I can't wait to see how the clinch, the first clinch goes down. That's what I'm excited to see. Yeah. You guys are like awesome. Like some of the best fighters that K4 has put out. And I can't wait to see this fight. There's so many areas I want to see, like who's going to win the kick in range. Like, but I'm really interested to see who wins the clinch. I'm, I'm so excited to see that. And uh, that's, I want to see the elbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to. I didn't get to land. I didn't get to land as many as I wanted last time. He was. Uh, he was doing a good job of hugging me, uh, but I hit him with a couple. Um, he was I just to say, like the whole time, it's a little dangerous. I guess he got dizzy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that was that was what it was. Uh, I'll be honest, I wasn't too impressed by it. Like I thought, I underperformed. I thought he underperformed. Obviously. Um, so like that, you know, to me that was just a that was to me that was a boring fight. I uh, okay. I have to say I tested for crew with him like in Muay Thai and uh, like that was not his best performance ever. Like uh, he just he was off the whole time. It wasn't really like I'm like I don't mean I'm not putting any any shade on your fight. Like you were the better fighter that night for sure, and you smoked him like. It just, uh, I wish he would just find just a little bit better. It would have made you look better too, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah that's kind of what it was, you know. Like, it, it takes two to tango, and like, I went to the back. Like, I honestly going into that uh, after the end of the third round, they threw in the towel after the third round. I went back to my stool. I was like, "Yo, fuck, man, I'm losing this fight," and like, I can't do anything because he's just like, you know, he was just smothering me. I now hindsight i figured out what his game plan was you know they smother me score the little points steal the last yeah. 10 seconds in a flurry but you know we we made the adjustments from round one to two into three to you know to combat that and so you know i mean sean you saw the fight what did you think did i did you, i don't think you did you? no i did i watched the video back of course and everything and honestly it's tough i i mean 
he I thought he was gonna be he, I thought I expected more. He right, he didn't give you the fight I expected him to give you hundred percent honest. And I understand, you know, a little shorter notice and everything, respect him right. stepping up. Um and I I expected very highly from him. I hadn't seen him fight, but I've heard Caveman and Keith talk about him. Um, so I didn't know much, so I expected super technical, you know. Um, but when I saw the spinning stuff, I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, this isn't, this isn't, I think I, I'm, I think one of you guys, actually, uh, one of you um, guys alluded it to it and the broadcast, I mean, you know, maybe like a shiny new, t- I don't know. Yeah. It's like a shiny new toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, he's definitely was having some, uh, breathing issues and like he, he talked to him after the fight, he had some stuff going on. But, like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't his best performance. And uh, I'm that's why I'm really looking forward to this fight because I know Sean's coming. I know you're coming. And I know how good Joe was, and I know how bad you made him look. So, like, I, I don't think you lost. I thought you were winning that fight when the fight got stopped, too, in my opinion. Um, it was I close, but I thought you were ahead. I thought you won two and three for sure. And I thought well, you probably took one, but maybe not. But definitely won two and three, and you're making him look really bad missing the spinning elbows. So you're definitely showing a lot of the ring generalship too. And I agree. So, he was a hugger too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to see you and Sean fight because I think this is the best Muay Thai that the Eric can offer. You guys are both light enough to be like beautiful too. Like it's truly an art to watch. It's gonna be like fight. two hummingbirds going at it, man. It's gonna be no, all you over. Guys the place. Hard. So everyone that that says lightweights don't hit hard. Wait till you hear in this fight. Both these guys are fucking phenomenal. And the knees, man. Doyle is. I train with. I haven't trained with you. I'd love if you're in town and you have time to come train with me, man. I would love to have you out at my gym and come train for a day. Yeah, man, for but, sure, for sure. Yeah, I because I talk shit about you guys. I want you all to be able to punch me in the face. You know what I mean? Like, it's of course, of course. Yeah. So uh, you want to see what the hype is all about? Yeah. No, I want to give you a chance because I got to talk shit about you and you couldn't do anything about it. And then like, <laughs> then you can do something about it. You know, you can if you don't like what I say, you can come in and punch me in the face. And be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I. I Dude, like, it's fair. Like, even if I get my ass kicked, Ollie beat me up for sure. Sean does all the time, too. They're too fast for me to catch. Got to, like, tie him up so I can hit him. I'm like Bubba, man. I got that head that just absorbs punches. I was bummed I missed you when uh, when Mikey came out. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. He came in. It was great training. Yeah, man, I love Mikey. That's that's what one of my number one training partners. He's awesome. He's, he's a riot, too, man. You'll have to have him on. Yeah, I will definitely have them out. I got a whole wall of K4 people that I train with, so my gym. Oh, sweet, sweet. For anyone watching this, the gym, anyone that fights in K4 when you're in town, whatever, come come train with us. Uh, like, I won't charge you guys anything as long as you're fighting on K4, you fought on K4. Like, obviously not if you're going to come every day. But if you're coming in to drop in, man, come and come train. And, and like, I want to support K4. I want to support all you guys. You're always more than welcome to come to my gym. And if you don't like what I said, come in and beat me up because – there's some people I talk some shit about, and like, I'm more than happy to let you come in and beat me up too. Like, not let you beat me up, but you can try and beat me up, and uh, like, uh, it'll be it'll be fun, and I'm gonna have some mutual respect because, like, I, I hate commentators that talk shit about fighters that never fought, and it really bugs me. Yeah. So like, if I'm gonna talk shit, I gotta get beat up by you guys, and that's that's how it should be. So it's, there's always some balance to it. Yeah, I, right. no, I appreciate that offer, man. Cause like, like you know, it's hard. This the Muay Thai community, it's big, but then it's not big. You know, the fight community is big, but it's not that big. You know, and mm. unfortunately, like 
there's always going to be a couple bad apples. So, you know, I really appreciate that offer because, you know, it's, you're one of the good ones. You know, you I can tell, you know. So, yeah, if I'm ever up in Buffalo, we'll, we'll link up, yeah, throw some right there. Sure. I would beer. love to, man. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll bring my gloves next time when you're not fighting. Like, if you get some chump guy instead of Sean, I'll, uh, I'll bring my gloves up and inspire after the fight. But I know you guys well, are going to go <laughs> You know, I was like last time I was I was I, I agreed to five. I got three, so I was like, "Hey, man, I got I still got two rounds on me." So my brother, I was like, "Let's go start a bar fight." I got oh, one question for both of you guys: Who's gonna win this year, the Bills or the Jets? Baby, let me tell you something. Right? Let me tell you something. Right? Let me tell you something. If it ain't green and white, it ain't right, baby. All right. <laughs> the only team in New York. <laughs> we are the only team in New York. Suburbs, even though it's in Jersey. <laughs> Listen, if it ain't green and white, it ain't right. Jet light to the next life. AD's taking us to the promised land. But I say that every year, so. Your quarterback's like a hundred. Yeah, we'll get him next year, right? Yeah. I've been saying the Jets have won the Super Bowl for like the past six years, man. So. Ray, too. So, like, every year, as soon as the Jets lose, I just keep shooting Ray Tex, and then he gets mad at me every year. So we don't talk hey, at the end of the football season. Dude, my coach is a Buffalo, but he's from Buffalo. Like I say, he's from Buffalo. He's a diehard Buffalo Bill fan. He goes every, you know, he's get he's a season ticket holder, the holder, right? So he's there every other weekend. And it when we beat him last year, oh man, I just walked in the gym with a big old smile on my face. I didn't even say anything. We talk shit about it all all season long. All season long. Uh is this five rounds? This was that was my question. Is it fight five? Five rounds. Oh my god! Is it really a title fight? Right? The pros are threes this time. Yeah, but they get that extra minute though. Yeah. True. Man, I'm so excited to watch this fight. Thank you guys for both agreeing to take this fight. Um, as a fight fan, this is the fight. I think this is the most exciting event for any of the K4 fights. And I know I say that about every fight, but every show it gets a little bit better fights. And uh, yeah, this man, is... this is the fight to look out for on the show. Yep. Yeah. I'm I mean, fight too. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it too, like you know, to be part of the show again. But also, like Sean is an opponent, I'm looking forward to that too, because like you know, maybe in the beginning you want an easy fight, but you know, we're here to test ourselves, and like I know Sean is a test, you know. And so, as a fighter, um, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah, and that, I mean, honestly, same to yourself, of course, Ali. Um, it, even when I heard you know Church Street, I was like, oh shit, I know that gym name. Like you know, uh, I need to look it up. Uh, it's cool, you know, that I'm, I'm fighting somebody from their gym and, of course, yourself specifically and everything. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate that opportunity from K4, yourself, and, of course, you know, Caveman Ray to be on tonight. Yeah. Thanks again for having us on. You know, just, again, like, letting us represent ourselves on a platform, you know, other than smashing each other's face. We can't really talk too much during the cave. we got mouth guards on and stuff. Hell, yeah. So, like, after the show, we should get back on. Yeah. We should, we'll, we'll play a fight yeah. and break it yeah. down. I think that yeah, would be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. yeah we do breakdowns. That shit's... Yeah, we'll, we'll get the film and we'll break it down. And you guys can, like, say what you're thinking. I think that'd be yeah. an awesome show. Yeah, man. Every time anytime you want me to come on and talk some shit, more oh, than happy. <laughs> yeah, same here, man. My you guys are two of my favorite this. guys. Like, I can't tell you, like, how excited I am to have real Muay Thai in the area. And Doyle's been carrying the torch in uh, Western New York. And... Man, Thank having you, you come in out of town is, is great, too. Like, I wish if you were in town, I would know who your name is, and then we'd be training all the time, you know? Like, I love you to death, Holly. You, you guys are – Thank you. I really appreciate that. Man. Even though you beat Thank up my boy Joe, I still like you. Like, that's how much I, I like you. <laughs> I don't know. 
All business. Yes. <laughs> Nothing personal. Hopefully it's not personal. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and we will catch you later. Bye. Thank you. Have a great one. Thanks again. Sean, I'll Thank see you, you soon, buddy. Peace. Sounds good, man. See you August 5th. See you yep. August 5th. Remember, use our promo code. Doyle. Janelle. G-E-N-A-O. Yeah. Now, hey, oh, real quick, I, I'm sorry, I gotta address this. I gotta address the elephant in the room. It's not the sausage. Oh, okay. Thank God. Don't throw your wiener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the savage. All right. I'll see okay. you guys soon. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Thank all you. right. Have a good night, guys. See ya. Oh man, that was a good one, Ray. I love these guys. Oh man, these guys are great, man. I can't wait to, you know, I can't wait for they go at it, man. One of these guys is probably getting a hundred dollars. <throat> yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, man, was, I'm excited to see this fight. I'm more excited to see this than the end of the pro fights. It's so crazy. I know Derek's my boy, and I'm excited to watch him fight. But I'm pretty confident he's going to end with another head kick KO, and then. You know, like this is the fight that I don't know what's gonna happen. It could anywhere. I I don't. Both these guys are so good. Anything can happen in any area. And um, this could be a tough fight because uh, New York City got the some of the best Thai boxing gym, and uh, Canada got some good ones too. But Buffalo is not really too. It's not there yet, Caveman. Doyle's a Doyle's a good guy, but skill level wise in the area, I'm talking about. Yeah, they're they're raising the bar. They got a bunch of guys all training together. Uh, Mackenzie's there. Uh, a whole bunch of Mike's there. Um, man, Mike came and trained with me. They got some good training. Just like like Church Street's got a great gym, and then um, he's got a great gym, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll got a great gym, and Sean's got a great gym, and it's gonna be really really good. We gotta get uh Mackenzie on too. She's fights on that gym, so okay. we'll try and get Mackenzie on, and we'll get uh her opponent on and we'll, we gotta get Derek and uh, his opponent on see if we can like set this up for tomorrow okay uh, Derek's guy. I don't think I should message Derek's guy since uh like I, I actually coached Derek so hey, I don't I'll, really, mess, I'll message him what uh yeah you can take care of that one I don't mind getting these guys because I'm, I'm pretty neutral for most of the um, other fights text text me his name for I could uh I look for him I already did but I'll do it again oh my bad Oops. I can tell you're not looking at my text now. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Mackenzie oh, said anytime. Awesome. Nice. Yes. So we'll get Mackenzie on very soon. And then uh what about are you free tomorrow, Mackenzie? Uh oh. It's not a date, you can answer back. I'm not being weird. <laughs> As soon as I ask a girl that, they're like, oh, see you later. Shoot, gone. Never hear from again. I'm used to it. Yeah. Ray's not used to it. Ray gets all the girls. No, I I'm don't. Dressed out, pimpers. Oh, no. Ray doesn't get all the girls. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I wish I can, but I don't. Uh -huh. They see me. They they see me. They run. Yeah. At least they don't end up in a trunk. <laughs> This is in relation to a podcast that we had. It's not about anyone Ray ever stuffed in the trunk. <laughs> I think that scares them. 
Yeah. All right, Ray, you're in charge of this one. Uh, maybe set this up and see if we can get it tomorrow or any time that she can do on uh, our normal days. Okay. To, I'll, I'll try to uh, message her and set up a time, whatever, a date tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, so, Mackenzie, Ray Aris is going to be messaging you. Name's right there. Um, don't don't then, block me. Don't be afraid of me. I'm not going to yeah. stalk you. <laughs> if he says anything weird, let me know, and then we'll, we'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me up in the chair. <laughs> We're just teasing. We're just playing. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not very professional of us. But uh, we're not very professional, so it works out pretty good. Yeah. All right, man. That's uh, our K4 show for today. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Stick Doyle and Mikey on you. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, I want no beef. Yeah. Ray, Ray's like those two guys put together. Hey, K, K, Although, they'll probably beat you up. They beat the they shit out of me. Yeah, they might <laughs> be too. Yeah. Ray, can you eat them though? You can eat them like a Big Mac. Or Whopper, I'm sorry. I got the I'm, I'm not fat no more, caveman. Are you? Stand up. No, I'm not fat no more. Let's see your abs. I made you flash. <laughs> You so mean, All right, man. we got to get out of here. Right. Right? We're with this whole show fell apart. All right, then. All right, bye. All right. Peace. Thank you, guys. Thank you for watching. Remember, like and subscribe, especially on YouTube. Uh, we're growing a channel. We want to be able to give away lots of money. So the more people that watch our shenanigans, the more money we can give away. Um, and we like to eat, too. So thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And support a fighter. The $100 is going to be going to somebody's gas tank. <laughs> All right, then. Let's get out of here. Peace. Right, Peace.